Good morning and welcome to another episode of The Buddhist Biohacker. My name is Lisa. I am your demystification guide and welcome to my YouTube channel. Welcome also to Delisa Hawking's YouTube channel, Spirit and Spark TV. And welcome back, Delisa. I missed you, so I'm happy to have you back. Yeah, I missed you too. I love your intro. You've updated it. Yes, I have. And actually, <laughs> I've already started working. I'm, I'm updating it again, so I'm almost done with the new one. But... <laughs> I love making them, so they're fun. <laughs> Absolutely. How's your day going so far? Oh, as you know, it's been, um, it's good, but I definitely overslept. There's so much activity on the astral plane at night that like this whole week, I've just really overslept because normally I'm up at like six and now it's been like eight, which is really late for me. So I don't know. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's strange because I woke up this morning, I usually wake up around 530 in the morning. And this morning I woke up and then I felt like spirit kept kind of dragging me back into short little dreams to show me things. And then finally I was like, I gotta get up. <laughs> <laughs> so sleep has definitely been weird. Um, but the energy in the sky is so intense. And there's so many planets doing so many different things. But I know a lot of people are either not sleeping or they just feel tired a lot. So it's a wild, wild west we're living in right now. It totally is. And welcome to everybody. Welcome to Jessica's a new member to Buddhist Biohacker. So welcome, Jessica. And Nikki is a member to Spirit and Spark TV. So welcome, Nikki. So welcome to our members. And if you want to know more information about me and Delisa's membership spaces, you just click the join button at the top of both of our channels and you can check in there. And everybody who's joining in the live, I'd love to hear how your week is going and how you're being affected. We love hearing about that. And I just want to share. So this is one of our special Diamond Beauty segments. So last year, you know, this whole concept of Diamond Beauty came through the Sacred Council. And it was this concept of, you know, were these diamond faceted beings coming from the high heart center and the seat of the soul. And there was about 30 women that I have worked with in the last year out of like 300 that I really felt were just the representation of that, of that crystalline space. And Delisa, you're one of them for sure. And a soul sister for me. And we have Karen Lazone is an incredible author and creator and filmmaker. And she has been so gracious to write articles about every single one of these women. And they are up on my blog. So you can read about Delisa. It'll be up on my blog later today. And um, you'll get a message about that on Ajata Casa as well. But you can read more about her and who she is. So today is really honoring you, Delisa, and what you have going on and what you want to share and, and anything. So, and I just love spending time with you on the air. It's fun. And awesome. I know I love spending time with you too. It's an honor to be one of your diamond beauties. Thanks for featuring me. You know, before we were going live, you and I were talking about the energy and, and how completely insane it is right now. Um, and a video I was watching yesterday, shout out to Astrology Hub. Um, and their YouTube channel, but talking about how there's a lot of this energy in the collective around insanity. Um, and I remember very vividly back in 2019, getting downloads from Spirit saying, you got to get everybody ready for 2020. And I'm like, what? Like, what do, you, what do you want? Right? And the messages were, there's going to be food issues, food shortages, and there's going to be some um, worldwide global health issue, right? Um, and I kept feeling like we were going to have trouble 
um, getting the right kind of like medicine to ourselves. The symbolism was really strange, you know, when I look back on it. And of course, we all know what we went through in 2020. And I've sat down and asked, okay, now we're in 2021. Oh, wait, it's not over. It's far from over. And we're going to be going through these trials and tribulations, both on a, you know, individual level and then also in the collective. And we know that America is going to be going through a lot of the same energy it went through, I think, around Independence Day and the Constitution or whatever it is. So, um, yeah. And, when I've asked spirit, okay, what are things going to change? I keep hearing 2025. Mm. And so I feel like there's, you know, a few more years to go, but I guess my point with all of this, because you are also a diamond beauty and the rest of the group as well as remarkable. I feel like we were tapped on the shoulder a few years ago to say, all right, here's what we need you to do. We need you to step up in a big way. We need you to be heart centered. We need you to really care about helping people because I wanted so badly to write on social media last night. I was just feeling this urge to remind everyone. If you hear that somebody say, Oh, I'm a spiritual person. I'm a healer. It doesn't actually mean they're a really good light filled person. So that was coming in really strongly last night. So I think because more and more people are being called to be healers, we're really going to have to practice discernment because you should not have a session with everyone you feel, you know, can tell you something about your future. You really need to be clear on what their motives are and what energy are they working with and why are they doing the work that they're doing? So anyway, I just wanted to share that first. <laughs> no, and I agree. And I think it's just really important to look at their body of work and to see if they've done their own inner work. I mean, I think that we've talked about that so many times, but it's worth saying again, you know, it's just when we're called to heal and we've been there, like I was there, like when we first start working with people, um, really, we're actually wanting to heal ourselves. And so it doesn't mean that you can't work with people or that we didn't, because I did still, even though I was in my own journey as well. Um, but I think, you know, it's really looking at what teachers you feel connected to that you want, you know, that have done that work and that can support you with what you're doing. And man, you guys are sharing all sorts of stuff. So not sleeping, but not tired either. Totally get that. Um, Let's see, Terrence is saying, horribly, everyone are stealing my things for good luck. Oh my gosh, and that goes back to the Neptune energy, that deception energy that Yelena was talking about earlier. Um, Leslie's had crazy vivid dreams all week. Um, Nikki also um, up and down all week, not bad, um, just making me look back. And yeah, the Mercury retrograde is making everybody look back. And it's been really, I don't know about you, Delisa, but I've gotten a ton of relationship calls in the last 48 hours, like people really having friendship, relationship, there's been some death. Um, you know, a lot of just separation energy, it seems like is coming up right now in the middle of this retrograde, or in the beginning of the retrograde, it's not even the middle. It's the <laughs> yeah, it's the beginning. I think we've got, you know, probably with shadow period, you know, at least three weeks to go. But um, yeah, when I was predicting energy for 2021, they said very clearly that there were going to be a lot of divorces mm. this year. Um, and, you know, with divorces, people getting into new relationships, 
um, breakups with friendships, breakups with business collaborations, that there is going to be a lot of the old, you know, closing the door on that and then being able to go forward. I mean, obviously we have the, the solar eclipse coming up, you know, in, in about a week. And that for me, the way I, I've kind of, I don't know, synthesized what we're going through right now, just in this, these couple of weeks. Yes, we have Mercury retrograde. Yes, we're in Saturn retrograde. There's a lot of other planetary things going on too, but we just went through the lunar eclipse, um, which I thought was like this huge, like, aha, we're burning everything down. And then the solar eclipse, uh, which I believe is June 10th, then it's like, okay, now here's your door. Like, what are you going to do with it? It's like that Phoenix rising energy. And we're getting hit so fast in such a concentrated amount of time that people are going to feel that things are breaking apart. Um, but I love that we do these videos. We come on and we share what we're feeling, what predictions we have coming, because it helps people remember that they're not alone. Mm -hmm. You know, imagine, I say this sometimes on my show, I'm like, imagine that you're the 95% of people driving around on the roads today having no idea that there's all these planetary things going on, really not clued in to what we're going through. I mean, you would or could start to feel severely depressed, um, you know, anxiety filled. You could feel like everything is falling apart at the seams and you could feel alone when in reality, pretty much everyone is going through it to some degree or some very close relationship to you, like a spouse, a parent, a child is really going through it. So we're all feeling it right now. But I know you and I have talked about this, that things that are coming for the world, for the United States, it is going to feel like bat-ish crazy. <laughs> What do you think? I agree. And I, I think we haven't even begun the change. And, and I think that's what I really want to remind everyone. And I think I've said it 15 times in the last week, but I'm going to say it again, which is if you think that this is the big awakening and suddenly like everything's going to be better or, or be everybody's awake and the truth is out. Um, that's just not how this is going to work. A lot of people are going to hold on to old narratives. A lot of people are going to experience, you know, that like schizophrenia or that insanity space that you're talking about where they don't know what's real anymore and they're feeling very confused. Um, and I really believe, so I've been told very clearly that the twenties would be the roaring 20s, another version of what it was in the 1920s, and that we were going to experience, you know, this energy for the next decade. Um, but this is hundreds of years. And that's what I keep getting is like, this whole change is hundreds of years. However, the next 10 years, I think the face of the United States is going to completely change as well as that ripple effect across the planet. And it's not that the United States is, is number one either, by the way, it's just that it seems like the energy is so um, potent in the United States natal chart that what's happening is it's, it's rippling out. And then, of course, we have the, the what has happened with the global pandemic. So that's affected everybody, obviously, and everything. So 
I agree. I mean, I think this is a long-term thing. I think we're going to see a lot of change. Um, I think between now and the next election, if it happens in 2024, the way that it's happened, or even if it happens during that year, I'm iffy on that, honestly. <laughs> I feel like I'm not sure what's going to happen between now and 2024, but I do feel like there will be a reshaping of that between now and 2024. And there's just so much to happen. So, um, but I loved what somebody said. There was a, a teacher, I was part of the Quantum Miracles docuseries, which was really an honor and really special event. And it just concluded yesterday. And one of the other practitioners said something that I really loved, which was, you know, we're in this period, just like the dark ages, you know, just like what we went through, which by the way, was the plague, right? There was the plague, there was a global pandemic, it was the dark ages. But she said, you know, what came out of that was the Renaissance. And I loved that she brought that up because it really made me think, oh yeah, you know, all that creativity, all that light, all that beautiful change in the way that we were living and thinking and dressing and experiencing life. And so it is going to happen. And hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to live long enough to see it. I mean, I think our lifetimes are extended <clears throat> for sure. I think all of us will make it past the 100 mark um, is what it feels like to me with all the technology and things coming out. So anyways, I totally agree with you is the point of all that. Yeah, I, I think that a lot of our maybe pieces of our life that we feel have been foundational, right? The way we have money, the way we spend money, the, the lines of the state we live in if you're in the United States, um, food and how we get food, how we grow food. There are so many uh, structural things in our lives that I feel are on the brink of really shifting. Um, I do see the United States and the the lines within the United States changing. I, so when, you know, people say, oh, you know, so-and-so state is thinking about, you know, um, exiting from the United States and becoming their own, their own body, their own country, whatever that looks like. Um, you know, and some people scoff at it or laugh, but I'm like, no, actually I see it. <laughs> and mm -hmm. what's so interesting is I feel like the veil between us and then the other side is becoming so thin. You know, my um, my grandmother, my mom's mom passed away unexpectedly a couple weeks ago. And my mom has wanted, you know, to connect with her and, and make sure she's okay. And I was sitting on the couch last night. And I was like, oh, actually she's here. And I could see her sitting on the couch. I could see my grandfather who has passed away standing in the door. Oh, and then I saw my mom's aunt who passed away. Oh, and her brother. And they were all just standing there saying hello. I'm like, this is interesting. So they're coming in sharper. They're coming in easier. Um, and I remember Tuesday morning, I was telling people about the ransomware attacks in my members community. And I said, listen, <laughs> The, the first one that we saw with the oil stuff, that was practice, guys. That was practice. Mm -hmm. You're just getting warmed up. They want to see what they can get away with. I said, there's going to be more. And within 24 hours, there were two more that were major, made mainstream news. And I also said that um, one of the doctors, I don't want this to get flagged, um, who's been kind of involved in a lot of what's been going on last year and this year, that there was going to be new information that came out about their involvement. And sure enough, the headline, I think it was last night or this morning, um, 
has started revealing some information there. So I love that the veil is thinning is my point so that we can get more information so that we can help to guide people through this turbulence uh, that we're all experiencing. How have you felt about that veil thinning? I feel the same way. I love, we're always so in sync, which is so nice. And I think we both agree. It's like nice to be able to say, hey, I'm picking up this and I'm picking up that. And um, same thing. I was looking at my transmission, which I had done these for each month, like back in November. And I was really surprised that it came up in May and June that um, truths about the pandemic would be revealed. And then here we are same, you know, it's like you're talking about. And I'm like, oh, here it is. It's totally, that's what's happening. Um, and yeah, you know, my, my dad's had to put his dog to sleep yesterday. I was so sad. And he posted a picture in the app for everybody who wants to send their love and, and support to my dad because it's really hard for them to do that. And But it was amazing because I was driving on the highway uh, during that time. And um, I immediately saw um, the dog's name is Bridger. I immediately saw Bridger. I saw the experience Bridger was having. It was like, it, there was no, and I'm like driving and I'm like, oh, he's leaving and this is where he's going and this is what's happening. And I think we can safely say like, it used to be, I had to really be in a space to like get that information. Um, and I'll admit like, it comes easy for me, right? Like I've been talking to people on the other side since I was a kid. So it's not like I had to like, you know, meditate for 30 minutes or something, but I did have to like be in a space and to have things just land. Like when I'm driving my car, I'm at the park with the kids or I'm just sitting here working, even stuff just comes and you're like, whoa. Um, but same as you, like the, there's the, the days of the shadowy figures are sort of diminishing. It's like, literally they're just standing here in the room. There's no, <laughs> there is no, um, creepy shadowy stuff. Sometimes I still get that, but now it's like, oh no, these are just people walking around my house. Like it's <laughs> very different. <laughs> it's very different. And I wonder what you think. Let's talk about like the ultra terrestrial galactic side of things, because when we talk about the veil, you know, my understanding is that part of this veil really is protecting us to be in this experiment that we're in on this planet. And so what I'm finding really fascinating is that that veil is diminishing. Like the connection between myself and ultra terrestrials is the same as people who passed away. It's like the, the interdimensional energies and the ability to access other lifetimes in the moment. Like that's what's blowing my mind is like, wow, like you really can just see all the layers where before you were definitely, I mean, to be in now time takes focus for me where before, you know, you had your life and you were human or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're talking to, do you, what do you think? I mean, are you feeling that too? Yeah. So, um, a little fun fact. So a lot of people who, uh, you know, follow me on spirit and spark TV, I talk about like, Oh yeah, I'm just kind of living temporarily with my parents. I got all my stuff in storage, like I'm figuring out where, where I want to put roots down and all that stuff. And so I, I bring that up because um, being with my parents are really funny. So my mom like always watches the Hallmark channel, right? Um, but my dad always, I could guarantee it's one of three things. A gold mining show, <laughs> um, paranormal ghost shows, but he watches UFO alien shows like nobody's business. 
And I love it because I can sit there and I can have conversations about it. What do you think is going to happen? Where do you think they're coming from? And what's their purpose? And so um, he and I have very open discussions about it. My, my belief is that they're already here. I feel like they're using um, different portals. And I think that's why sometimes you catch them like go in and then they like just completely disappear. Mm-hmm. So they're using different portals. I believe that there are either hubs or portals inside the oceans, inside the mountains, um, you know, and they're getting intel, data, power, whatever it is from these sources. Um, here's what I'm, I love your opinion on. And even people watching, if you want to comment and let us know what you think. Um, because there have been kind of two sides, two different narratives around aliens and beings and why are they here? And some people believe that they're here to really help us, that they're kind of monitoring us. And if there was to be any kind of, you know, large scale war attack missiles, that kind of thing, that they would squash it and that they've squash things before um, and that it's not really anything that we should be afraid of but there's a lot of narrative as well around fear it if they show up we're going to attack them we'll be in an all-out global war and they're very different perspectives on what's happening here so um, what are your thoughts what do you think well before I even say that I got to tell you so talk about alien shows so um, April Meganson, who's a, a good uh, contributor to Buddhist Biohacker, turned me on to a Gaia series called Interviews with Extra Dimensionals. And I've only just started watching it. You guys, this is unbelievable show because they're interviewing the channels in trance, communicating to the ultra terrestrials. So it's unbelievable. It's so awesome. And what's even more awesome is I was watching it thinking, wow, like I've been getting this kind of information when I'm in trance, like I've been trans channel, um, well, all my life, but really deliberately since 2007. And it's really, the information's amazing. So first off, everybody go watch that. Your dad should watch that. You guys should watch that Delisa. Cause it's like so good. Scott and I just started watching it. Um, but yeah, interviews with extra dimensionals is epic and awesome. So that's like they interview Bashar and Elizabeth April and all sorts of people. Um, and so anyway, so my opinion is this. Um, I really think we have to not bucket the the entire world of ultra terrestrials into good or bad because they're just like us. That would be like saying everyone in the U.S. is bad and everyone in Africa is good. Like that doesn't make any sense. So I think we have to be really careful with that. Um And I think that there's absolutely a narrative being spun out about it being bad. Um, And so I think we have to be careful of that because I think that there's always an agenda. It's wanting permission to do things like start a war. So I think we have to be careful. But, you know, I haven't really talked about this very much, but, you know, I keep getting a really strong, I've always, I've just felt this for a few years now, that Elon Musk is meant to get us out into space where we're like out there to be part of the galactic experience. Battle war is like the negative term of it, but it's like to be, to get us out there. I think he'll be known for thousands of years as the guy who got 
us out. And I think that's his mission is to get us in space where we're existing in space, living, working, um, so that we're part of the bigger picture. So my sense of what's happening, and I get goosebumps while I say this, is there's a lot of layers to it, right? Because um, yes, I think that they're trying to protect us. I don't think that we could have a big nuclear war because I just don't think it would be the ripple effect across the solar system. It's just, it would just affect too much in a negative way. Um, and it would ruin this experiment. So I think that's definitely, we're definitely being protected there. Um, but I also think that, and for some reason that totally like some, I just went somewhere right now when I said that, and I don't know where I went, but you know, so I do think we're being protected. Oh, I know what I was going to say. <clears throat> I also have gotten information that the um, virus um, went off planet and is affecting other systems. And I think that part of the ramp up in communication is they're trying to give us the technology we need um, to kind of move past this and get things under control. Um, so I think that there's going to be, and I know we love Joni Petrie, and I know she talks a lot about the astrology around technology and, and health and healing. And I do believe that that's part of what's happening is this, we have to move past the old ways of healing. Um, we have to move into this new space because we're impacting other people. It's like, get your stuff together and clean up your house kind of thing. Like this is getting a little too crazy. So um, I think that's part of what's happening. But I also think going back to this veil that you're talking about is my opinion is we're, we're going into a space where we can handle in our consciousness that our planet is not the only planet and that our species is not the only species. And so I think what we're going to see, and I'm not sure on the timing of this. I mean, it could be, it could be the next couple of years. It could be a thousand years. It could be the next couple of years for some of us and for other people. It's longer. I don't know. But I think this veil um, isn't just about us in the spirit world. I think this veil is really about actually there's other dimensions. Actually, there's other species and beings. Actually, there's other stuff out there because again, going back to Elon and spaces, we're, we're getting ready to launch out into a space where we have to know what's going on. We can't be this ignorant. So that was long-winded, but that's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's helpful. Um, I love just kind of bantering back and forth. And, yeah. and as we talk and, and share our thoughts, we also get to share with everybody that's watching, which uh, I would trust they find uh, helpful. But yeah, I love the movie Arrival. If you haven't seen the movie Arrival, you have to watch it. It's with Amy Adams. Writing it down um, yeah, it's really good. It's on Amazon Prime, if you've got that. Um, and basically, alien spacecraft land, and Amy Adams uh, understands all kinds of languages, and so she is asked to communicate with the aliens, and it's fantastic, and I think it's really eerily, like, right on to what I feel is coming. Um, and then June, this month we're in right now, um, I do feel we're going to have more alien activity. It looks like um, Leslie was saying that she was in Big Bear, May 21st through the 23rd. She says, my husband and a few neighbors saw about 10 lights flying over in a pattern. Yeah. So I feel like that's going to start increasing. I've kind of jokingly said, like, oh, just wait until, you know, a UFO just lands over a city and just 
days. <laughs> That's kind of what happens in Arrival. It is what happens in that movie Arrival. What happens in a lot of movies, but of course a lot of movies spin it to the fear space, but. Right. Yeah. And so Arrival goes back and forth between the fear and the light. So anyway, I don't, I don't want to ruin it, but it's really good. It's worth it. But yeah, I think there's going to be more disclosure um, this month. And they've even said, like, we're going to release more classified reports and data this month. Um, you, you know, the government could say that. And then what do they actually do? But I do think we're going to be experiencing more of that galactic energy um, this month. You and I have talked also about um, food being an issue. So we've seen food shortages, we've seen inflation and pricing of food. I've been telling folks like, you need to get a garden, <laughs> you need to be planting your own food. Um, are you still seeing that kind of um, vision as well? Like I'm getting where it's like, you really need water on hand, you need non-perishable food, um, you need extra gasoline or a way to heat your homes. Um, I feel that we're going to have some kind of large scale outage, right? So um, the way that we feel, maybe the comforts of what we feel right now, that there's going to be people that are going to, going to be nefarious and try to do things that are going to make some of us feel extremely uncomfortable um, this year. And there's a lot of astrological energy to support that. But what do you feel about like kind of our day to day living and, and the way that we're experiencing life right now? Yeah, I think buy local, buy direct, go to your farmer's market, get their business cards. Um, my goal, my personal goal is that in the next two years, I don't have to go to a grocery store. That's my personal goal is to really be able to, and, and I'm very lucky, like I went to culinary school, so I know how to cook. So um, this summer, you know, I mean, summer started for us with the kids and I'm gonna be baking bread homemade. I'm gonna be um, teaching the girls how to can um, so that we can can food for the winter. So I really wanna get back into that old system of, you know, you buy fresh and then you can for the fall and winter um, and then, I'm really obsessed with seed, like buying seeds. I don't know what this is or where it's coming from, but I trust it. Um, but I'll tell you what, Delisa, like I did plant some vegetables for the first time in probably 15 years. Um, and so I planted some vegetables. We're just getting started with our garden. So it's not going to be full fledged this year, but it's something. Um, but I'm saving all like I'm buying extra seed packets and I'm saving them. I feel like we need to have seeds for the things that we're planting just in case we can't get them at some point. Um, so that's something that um, I've been up with for sure. So I get the same thing, supply chain issues. And, you know, my husband is very well versed in supply chain management. That's part of his his career background. And, you know, he watches a lot of that. And in the linear, you know, what is being affected right now? You know, my husband's been really clear, like this is going to affect us in the next few months, in the next year. And, and it just hasn't trickled to us yet. So, um, you know, there's data around this too. It's not just, you know, the psychic energy. It's no, there's really going to be some problems. And then I'm curious, Delisa, what do you think about this? this um, dam in China. Everybody's talking about this dam in China. I don't know if you've heard about it, but no. there's a big dam in China and it's cracked. And when it breaks, it's going to like destroy like hundreds and hundreds of 
factories and I don't know quite all the information, but there's some dam in China that might break. And I haven't really looked at it. I'm just curious if you have any thoughts, like even while we're talking, because it feels tenuous, but I can't tell like a time frame or anything, but it's a big deal. A lot of people are talking about this plate, this dam breaking. Yeah. And I hate to say it's intentional, but that's the first thing that came in. Um, I just, I don't trust a lot of people these days that call themselves leaders. <laughs> but I also will say that when I was looking at the energy for 2021, I felt a tsunami on that that part of the world. So um, and I, I was getting ring of fire and I was feeling Asia, but yeah. So. Well, I can't I remember the name of the dam. But, There's um, going to be some major natural disasters. I was in the middle of a session yesterday and I heard my team say there's going to be an earthquake. And that yeah. was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I'm so getting like, earthquakes pretty big and fire. Um, I'm hearing, yeah. it's is it Three Gorges? It's the Three Gorges Dam in China. Okay, okay. So I guess keep our fingers on that. But when it breaks, it's going to affect the whole planet. I mean, this is like, it's the biggest dam in the world or something. And um, so something for us to keep. So you had mentioned a tsunami clear back in December, and it made me think of this dam. Because uh, it's cracked and there's definitely, and I agree with you on the intentional piece. Um, it could be part of like a warfare kind of thing um, that happens. But yeah, so that's that. And the earthquake, yeah, my, my transmission for May and June said earthquakes volcanoes fire um definitely possible um during this time and and you know i'm in colorado we had a ton of fires last year and what's interesting is i got a message that this year would be more water issues than fire issues where mm -hmm. last year was very fire but i do still feel like california colorado arizona like these warmer states and i know you're in vegas like these warmer states feel like we could still see a lot of fires this summer, unfortunately. Yeah, I have to go back to a point we were talking about a minute ago. And when I was mentioning about luxuries of everyday life kind of being taken down, taken out, right? As I was saying that, a couple of moments later, we have a couple of folks in the comments that are saying that their internet was having issues. And at the same mm -hmm. time, you were cutting out for a second. Oh. So, I thought that was interestingly timed um, in regards to one of the predictions that I have and what they're what they're trying to do um, in regards to our internet and our power. Um, I do see disruption with that this year. Yeah, I love what KTL has to say. Every event, everything that happens, we come up with solutions, we adapt, we are pushed to spread our creativity and invent help. I love Ian Malcolm's quote in JP, life will find a way. I love that so much. And I also, Vicky says, the collection of non-GMO seed is important in taking care of ourselves. And I, I totally agree. And wow, everybody's got I know I've had some friends who have had a ton of internet issues and mine's like, <laughs> dang Mercury. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, we do a lot of live shows, Delisa and I, and uh, I've just gotten used to things are going to happen and you just have to kind of let go of like worrying about it and just hope it all works out. <laughs> yeah, this Mercury retrograde is a doozy and with everything that's going on with so many other planets, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, Mercury retrograde, because it's not even like 
the core of what's happening right now, but it is going to mess with your, your technology. Just count for like the whole month of June. It's just going to screw with it. If you're traveling, take extra time, take extra precautions, double check your list, make sure you've got everything. It's, it's your time to rethink, reevaluate, redo everything. Um, so. I have to tell you, so this is pretty wild, but my, my office door just came open and this being just came in here. It's like these translucent terrestrial, I don't know who they are, but I'm not even kidding. They're standing right here and, and he's like doing this, like looking to see <laughs> right now, like the door just opened and all this wind came in and I could see there, he's like translucent and I just don't know who they are, but I love them. <laughs> But he's like checking things out. He's just like, what's going on? I mean, it's so cool. Like, I don't know where they're coming from. I, I've gotten so oh, and the door just closed. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> right? Oh my God. But you know, I, I got the name of where they came from and dang it, if I can't remember it, it, it was like one of those, it was like three in the morning and I was looking, there were three of them in my room, these translucent beings. It's not Ashtar because that's it's a whole other thing, but it's, it's an A, a name, but I just cannot remember. I had written it down and I was all excited and it wasn't Arcturian either. Anyways, I, I don't know. I don't remember. It was like three in the morning and they told me and you know how that goes. If you don't write it down, it's like out the, but now they've been around my house a lot and they're just so sweet, like really sweet, watery. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. They just showed up just now. If <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mary Lydia Ryan, she's like totally hurt at Lisa. <laughs> yes. I know. I'm like, well, at first I thought it was cauldron. And then I saw with my third eye that it was them. And I was like, Oh, it's these beings coming in to visit us. <laughs> I love it. They're checking out what we're doing. That's I know. That's don't be surprised. Right? They don't come to your house now, Delisa. Cause they're like, Oh, she's talking to this lady. Let's go check her out. <laughs> Yeah, I know you can put out like a beam, you know, you can say like, all right, I'm ready. Come, come get me. Like, not get me, but like, come, come <laughs> right now, come say hello. <laughs> yeah, I'm not done with this earth life. I got to figure a lot of stuff out still. So, oh my um, God, that makes me think of Ghostbusters when, when Bill Murray was like teasing Dan Aykroyd and he was like, get her. Cause remember at the beginning, he was like, get her. And like trying to get that poltergeist at the beginning. Anyways, I love that movie so much. <laughs> Yeah, I I I can't say I met Bill Murray on an airplane, but he was on the airplane I was on and I smiled at him and said hello and he smiled back. So at least he knows I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Everybody's asking. I typed in what I think it is, but I, I don't remember. I, I'll have to sit with it, I guess. But of who were these people? Not Atlantean either. I mean, we're kind of all Atlantean, you know. <laughs> yeah, Atlantean, Palladian. We we got we got all kinds of stuff going on. Well, yeah, our our DNA is a smorgasbord, a veritable smorgasbord, as uh, the rat would say in Charlotte's Web, whatever Templeton. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. It always oh. made me cry as a kid. Oh my god, I just love Charlotte. Oh, here comes my door wide open again. <laughs> come back in. They're coming back in. <laughs> Maybe they'll tell me where they're from while we're. <laughs> 
Oh man, my poor yeah. husband's sitting here by me, by the way, probably thinking what in God's name is going on <laughs> in my office right now. <laughs> that's funny. Oh man, that's so great. Oh gosh. So what do you have going on? Let's let's talk about like what you have going on and, and how folks can connect with you and just what's up right now so people know what to do and how to tune in and everything. Yeah, first of all, thanks again for having me on the show today. I would say, you know, Lisa and I are going to end up doing um, some YouTube members only uh, live readings in the not so uh, far out future. So make sure that you've joined our channel by clicking that join button on Buddhist Biohacker and Spirit and Spark TV. Um, and yeah, because we, we know we recognize people still want clarity, they want answers, but you know, we definitely want to be guides and, and teachers and be helpful as well. Um, over in my Spark Plug community, um, I'm doing a 21 day meditation challenge. And so I know some of the people who are doing the challenge are on here. We started with over 70 people um, doing the 21 day challenge or roughly about halfway through. And we'll see how many end, but that's always fun. I love teaching meditation and guiding folks through that relaxation because I believe that when you can get into the the moment and, and the peaceful energy, you actually have a lot more clarity. Um, so I use it as a psychic development tool. I'm going to start traveling. Um, so people will see a different backdrop than the one <laughs> I'm in front of. So that'll be cool. Um, yeah, I'll take lots of pictures and, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing sessions. Uh, I just don't have that many that I do each week. So it's a bit of a first grab on that. Um, yeah, but that's kind of it. I'm just like riding this wave. Um, try not to get, you know, too stressed out about anything and just taking it day by day and knowing that everything's about to change and everything is going to be in divine order. I kind of think about life as a piece of orchestra music, right? You've got like the lower valleys, you've got the crescendos, and at the end of your life, you've got this like beautiful piece of music, but you're not quite sure where the notes are gonna take you all the time. So you just have to trust that it's all in divine order. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yep. Well, and yeah, we just have to go with the flow and, and see what's gonna happen. and. Um, and then I know you have, you know, through Spirit and Spark, you also, we have so many practitioners who watch our shows. And I think it's worth, if you want to share, I know you're looking for some practitioners for your space as well. So, yeah, no, thanks for mentioning that. Um, we're getting so busy because we help clients all over the world. The practitioners are based in the United States. Um, but yeah, you set your own schedule. Um, the way that I have my company set up, I'm more like a uh, marketing arm for healers and readers and you keep a hundred percent of what you make, uh, which is really attractive to readers and healers because I know I've worked in traditional spiritual centers and it's usually a, a commission split. I've done that for my business, um, previously, and I just totally revamped the whole company, um, during the pandemic. And then if you are local to Las Vegas, I do have one spot in our office. We have a shared office that we don't really use, um, but I have it until mid-September. And if anybody's looking to do in-session readings and they want to test it out, you know, for the next few months, let me know. You can contact me through spiritandspark.com, which is scrolling on your screen here below. Um, and just say, hey, I'm interested. I'll send you more info. But yeah, I probably would love to have 
two more readers. And it could be psychic, card, mediumship. Um, those practitioners tend to do the best on the team. So, yeah. Thanks for thanks for mentioning it. I would have forgotten. Well, yeah. I think there's so many of those, you know, we have more a lot of experts in the community and our, our communities, especially. I think it's worth sharing. And Tabitha is sharing. She said it felt translucent and peaceful, but had foggy lines to it. Yes, that's exactly who I'm seeing as well, Tabitha. So that's pretty cool that they're visiting you as well. Um, that's super cool. And um, let's see what else we have. Um, and then um, Mary is sharing, I love your orchestra analogy, Delisa, love that. And um, and thank you, KTL, for subscribing to Buddhist Biohacker. Um, oh, thank you. And I'm glad you feel great vibes for me. You know, we're, we love what we do. I think that's one thing Delisa and I have very much in common is that we love what we do. And I never thought I would be on YouTube. I don't know about you, Delisa. I never thought I would be a YouTuber. Um, but I really love it because I love this, the live interaction, like, um, you know, there, I have other videos and film that I'm releasing, but I really love the live. I love being able to connect with everybody. And, and when we do live readings, which we, Delisa just mentioned, she and I are going to be doing that for the members of our community. Um, both of us have membership programs and really just really be able to support you guys, you know, in, in a more accessible way, because get paying $250 for a reading is, is fine. But I think right now we all need support. So it's all about making it as accessible as possible. And that's what YouTube does. That's what the membership communities does. Um, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. And I know we both have programs, memberships on that join button here on YouTube that started just a couple bucks a month. Um, and then you can jump in and participate with us and what we're going to be doing with the readings together, which will be a lot of fun. I will say, even though I didn't know I was going to be a YouTuber. Um, so I was not, I wouldn't say I was unpopular. I just wasn't like really popular in high school, definitely not middle school. Right. Like, <laughs> um, but when I got to college, <laughs> when I got to college, I took a communications class where I had to do public speaking and I loved it. And I was voted most likely to become a TV news anchor. So I will say I'm I'm living it. I'm living the dream right here doing live uh, streams. Kind of the same thing. It totally is. Well, that's funny. I was definitely, I was a theater, diehard theater girl in high school. I loved, I loved, I loved performing. Oh, I got feedback now. Um, but I loved performing. I loved being on stage and loved singing. Um, that was all just part of my life. And I was going to pursue it. And I really got this strong. I had a scholarship. I had a full ride to a school in Chicago for musical theater. No joke. And I didn't go. I really felt like, I know, isn't that crazy? I mean, I'll never talk about, I mean, you know, it's just things, so many books in my life ago, but I was supposed to go to musical theater school in Chicago, right on the million dollar mile and everything. And um, I remember going with my mom, I had my scholarship, we went to tour the dorms. And I remember looking around and I just thought, this isn't my path. Like, this isn't what I'm supposed to do with this. And I just didn't go. I went to culinary school instead and I went and learned how to cook and um, didn't do that either, by the way. I didn't work in restaurants. I ended up going into fashion. But the whole point of that is, like you, 
um, I was really good at that, but it didn't feel right. And so now here I am like, oh, this is what I was supposed to do with being able to speak. Cause I'm a Scorpio. We don't normally do this, but Leo rules my communication house. So it makes me speak out and, and be loud and proud. And so that's where I'm at now. And even the music part, you know, it's all healing. So it's like, it didn't go that route, but I think about, you know, when you guys think about the programming and the elites and all of that, like I am certain my indigo child was like, I'm not going into this business. This is not the right business for me. I'm sure I knew somewhere inside myself, like this is not what I want to align with. So it's very interesting where we end up because we both, you know, loved and, and got trained in something that is actually serving the planet now, which is so cool. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember my communications, one of my communications teachers, because that's what I ended up getting my degree in. He was a senior executive at Cox, um, like Cox Communications, the cable company. And he was a phenomenal teacher. He not too long ago passed away. Um, but he turned to me one day after the final exam and he said, listen, if you want to do this, I'll line you up. I'll, I'll get you into a market. You're going to have to start small, you know, making next to nothing, doing the news report in whatever Timbuktu town. Same thing. I was like, I don't think so. But I didn't have a really good reason why not. Right. Um, so, yeah, interesting how the universe just kind of keeps realigning you. <laughs> yes, totally. Totally. And Jeff, I appreciate the shout out. Jeff is saying, if you're not on Ajata Casa, do yourself a favor and download it. Yes, please. Delisa and I are both in there. And it is my social media app dedicated to nonviolence. And it's so great. And we have so many new members this week. I think we have seven new um, people who joined the community this week and joined the app, which is really exciting. And, um, and you have a group in there if you want to share what your group is so people can go follow you in there. Yeah, it's called Divinely Delisa over in the app. Yeah. And then weekly um, Monday forecasts on Spirit and Spark TV on YouTube. So, yeah, it's kind of my my mainstay every Monday. Next or a couple weeks from now, it's going to be on a Sunday but because <laughs> I got to travel. But it's usually on Mondays. Oh, my God. I love it. So what's your words of wisdom for everybody today as we wrap up? Hours go by so quick in here. I know. Um, keep on your path. It might feel like the tornado is trying to sweep you away. But if you do your meditations, if you journal, if you walk in nature, remember that everything is designed to get you where you're ultimately going. You're here for a reason. I love uh, Lee Harris years ago when I took one of his classes. He said, um, if you're still alive, get curious. So I would ask everyone watching this to pause and ask yourself, why do you think you're still here? Is there something that you haven't done because you've been too afraid or it's too much of a risk? And knowing that we all just turn into energy or we're all energy and we just go back to home, you know, or wherever we're off to next after this lifetime, what does it really matter if you fail? right? Because I don't think there are any mistakes. So I would say go bold, make the choices, take a chance and see where it leads you because they're going to redirect you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
It's so true. And um, I just love you so much. And I missed you. We've both been so busy with all the stuff we have going on. So um, I'm excited to kind of pick back up here in a couple months and and stay connected and all those things. And don't forget, you guys, please go to Spirit and Spark TV here on YouTube and subscribe and uh, view the join button so you can see what um, Delisa has to offer. Her website, spiritandspark.com. You can come into Ajata Casa and go to Divinely Delisa. Um, lots of ways to connect with Delisa, but you are absolutely a diamond beauty. And I'm so happy to be able to spend time with you today and to honor you today and to have you, you know, just have it be about you instead of just about everything else, you know? <laughs> no, I loved it. I love you. And I'm glad we could do this. Thank you, everybody who tuned in. And uh, it was it was fun. It was a blast. We'll do it again soon. <laughs> totally. And uh, so much love to everybody out there. I have one more show today, which I can't even believe. I don't know what I was thinking when I scheduled. But anyway, I'll be back in one hour with Esha Estar, who has a brand new book out. If you didn't watch her in the November Awakening. Um, she lost her husband um, unexpectedly a little over a year ago. And she, her book on grief is amazing. And she's really amazing. So she's going to be on at, at uh, one o'clock mountain time here to talk about her new book and how to manage through grief, which right now there's a lot of people leaving. So this is a really good topic. So um, I will be back again um, here soon. And thank you so much, Delisa. I love you so much. Thank you, thank you to you. everybody. <laughs> and um, have a great day. And we'll be back. And we'll be back next month, actually, in just a few weeks with our mysteries of the mediums and all sorts of fun things. So thank yeah. you. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>